This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. You're not even going to put your headphones on? How much of the show do I have to do? (laughs) I remember I've done this before. Hey, listen, Truman's Truman's playing hard to get this morning. Um, Welcome, everybody, Rutherford County. God, this is a wonderful county. This is such a generous county. I'm so proud to be a member of Rutherford County. And I have two beautiful ladies with us today. And we're going to talk about what I think is probably one of the most fantastic community services Anyway, about Journey Home, and we're going to talk about all the great things they do for people who are on a little bit of hard times. And after we talk about Journey Home, we've already given you free tickets to the fish fry, so we expect you to be there. And it's going to be a great Saturday. Enjoy some fish, enjoy some hospitality, get out a little bit post-COVID, and enjoy ourselves. Please put your headphones on. I can't do this for an hour. (laughs) They asked me to, you're not going to do this, are you? They asked me to talk a little bit about Journey Home, and I have just recently gotten involved with Journey Home. Um, But I've known about it for a long time through the work that uh, that we do at the sheriff's office with the senior citizens program and they've they've just been incredible people not only have they they fed some of our folks who on a daily basis either get on the, the rover and come down or walk from what i consider to be unbelievable distances i'm not boring you am i please don't yawn and uh... you know they come from great distances and they get fed really good food or I always was impressed with the uh, the free bread that's in the lobby. So if you need a loaf of bread and you want to take a loaf of bread home, you can do that. Incredible food. Um, hey, Roseanne, how are you doing? Clothing. <laughs> oh, now he's going to cut in on me. Bless your heart. Hey, hey I've got 45 minutes left. Can Ro- you just sit Ro- there quietly? Ro- Roseanne was my neighbor. I've got to talk to her. I, I, could, those, I can remember those good old days. Roseanne was... A young girl, and 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 uh, uh, Ray was one of my best buds. Of course, everybody loved Ray Hughes uh, during that time. And we lived on Eventide and Eventide we, Drive. Yes, we got to watch uh, all the planes uh, fly over <laughs> us from, from Murfreesboro Airport. And and I, I I think it was one of the more enjoyable places I've ever lived. 
Yeah. And, and all the people lived out there. I think we knew everybody's name in that whole neighborhood. It, it was it a was, great place to grow up. It was a special. Um, tell me how it was being the daughter of Ray Hughes because he was a tough, tough football coach. And he, he didn't take any prisoners during that time. Well, he was a pretty tough dad, <laughs> yeah, but in a good way, um, yeah. you know, very generous, very giving with his time. Mm-hmm. Um, I could talk to him. I could really talk to him and tell him how I felt about things, you know. Um, he's just, and it taught me so much about a good work ethic and just being a good person and giving back to the community. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many times I heard him, Roseanne. You come in there and get something besides that bikini laying out there in the yard. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Truman. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, it. Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> Truman's a caring, sharing kind of yes, guy. Yes, isn't he? Isn't yeah. He? Uh, you were in the Mercer school system for a long time. 32 years. Yeah, and I remember at the very end you were, uh, well, you were over at uh, uh, Rees Rogers. Right, And, and right. then you went to... You, you mentioned before we went on the air that you were at John Pitter. Right. You opened up John Pitter. I opened up John Pitter. Mm-hmm. And, and what I think of people that have done so much for the community, and John Pitter was one of those people because um, he had a caring heart. And But, man, he must have never slept because when he was <laughs> on the city council, he looked like he was sound asleep the whole time. <laughs> he heard every word. Yeah, 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 I guarantee you he did. Now, I was totally uh, void of it, knowing anything uh, of, about what we're talking about today. And it sounds like a, a great uh, uh, thing that, that you guys are doing for the, the community. And how does, uh, um, what is it again? Journey Home. The Journey Home. Uh, what what really got you uh, and Liz over here uh, uh, talking of, and, and getting into that particular project? Because um, I know that a lot of those things have gone completely unnoticed in places like California, where, where they have all the problem of people who just seem to be lost and they need some kind of direction. Uh, what got it started? Well, um, this is, I love to tell this story. Scott Foster, mm-hmm. who started the Journey Home, mm-hmm. uh, went with, with me to First United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. Our kids are about the same ages, so, you know, I'd been with him off and on through all kinds of church activities for years. Mm-hmm. And he decided to quit a, a pretty lucrative job to start the Journey Home. God basically laid it upon his heart and told him that this was something we needed, that our community at the point he started it in 2006, right, um, was not, I mean, even uh, aware of the fact of how many homeless people we actually had here in Rutherford County. You don't think about, back then anyway, you didn't really think about us having a a homeless population, but we did. And so um, I was so inspired that he would do that that I have been giving money to them for years. Um, now, when I was still working uh, as a principal, I didn't have a lot of time to volunteer during the day. But after I retired, I've been able to do more. And I've been on the board now for oh, three years. I've been on committees before that, maybe three or four years. And I've been, this is my second year as chairperson. But um, 
I think what really, and I, I mentioned this to you earlier, for me what really does it is we do give things to people. I mean, we're giving food. We're helping with clothing. But better than that, we're, we're you know how they always say you can uh, give a man a fish or you can teach him how to fish? Mm-hmm. Well, we're trying to teach them how to fish. So we're helping them balance budgets and get jobs, we're helping with interview skills. Um, and the things that we're giving to them are just the contact point that's how we get to know them is when they come in for meals or they come in to get clothing or we've got uh, little um, toiletry supplies that they yeah. can get those kinds of things but um that's what i really like about it and we have 27 properties of our own that we use to yeah to um, help people be able to live in affordable housing so but like we talked about earlier too these are people that have been working through our program for a while mm-hmm. um working with scott or, or geneva or liz some of the other people some of the great people volunteers that we have so um to me it's exciting because we're helping people start again yeah you know we're helping them get back on their feet get a, a job <clears throat> and then um he's mad at me <laughs> i don't think he's mad I yeah, think he, he, he has somewhere to be at 9.30. He, he's got a terrible temper. <laughs> but he was an ex-Navy guy. I mean, what can you expect? <laughs> but or where do the, these co- people come from first before they get in touch with you? Hmm. Well, well um, Are some of them homeless where they're living oh, out yeah. uh, in, in, Definitely. Uh, off the greenway or those type things? Uh, in cars, in hotels. Yeah. Yeah. People and, people find themselves homeless for a number of reasons, yeah. really. You know, it can be um, a veteran. Um, it can be somebody that is... I can't stand when the veterans have to be homeless. <laughs> I, yeah. I know. That drives me crazy. I know. And we serve a lot of veterans at yeah. the Journey Home. Um, it can be people who have experienced a large medical bill. Yeah. Or, uh, and ruin their credit, and then they don't qualify for any kind of housing. Wow. And they wound wind up at the journey home, living in their car with their kids. Um, it can be uh, young people. We had a we had a story about an MTSU student recently, who she was couch surfing around with her friends until she wore out her welcome, and then she wound up at the journey home, mm-hmm. and we found her some housing, and she is now enrolled at MTSU on a full scholarship, and we had an MTSU professor that saw the story and is now mentoring her through her schooling. Mm -hmm. So it's a great story. Now that, uh, you guys also, do you have a relationship with a number of the businesses here in Murfreesboro and in Rutherford County where you can reach or they can reach out to some of the people that you have there we do have we do have great partnerships Mm -hmm. with a lot of faith-based communities um, churches of all faiths actually and they come in and volunteer and as a part of that sit down and speak with people have Mm -hmm. some fellowship and you know when you become homeless, society turns their back on you pretty quickly. And so it's not just about putting somebody back into housing. Mm-hmm. It's also about them rejoining society and having confidence in themselves, developing their competence, 
And, you know, a caring hand goes a long way in that. I was mostly interested in the businesses here. Uh, you know, they reach out, uh, as Roseanne knows, they, they reach out to the schools now. They, they, they work with them, try to get them training in a certain way where they can become part of, of their particular business communities and things like that. And with something like Journey Home, it looks like that would be a place that may get their attention. I know that you're dealing with people who have problems at the time, and you have to work around those. And finally, uh, with you guys, are probably uh, making them a little bit more manageable when it comes to that particular time in their life. Yes, and we do have businesses that we work with to reemploy people mm -hmm. as a part of their growth, you know, employment, um, you know, and, and where the journey home comes in is really at the beginning of that where if someone is applying for a job, the first thing they ask on an application is what's your address? Yeah. Well, if you're homeless, you don't even have an address. So the journey home serves as a mail service place mm -hmm. um, and then through budgeting financial assist fun, financial um, coaching we help them get back on their feet help them search for careers with some of the businesses we have partnerships with for sure now you and Roseanne said earlier uh, Liz that uh, most of these people are originally from Rutherford County area yes absolutely but but you're going to have some that are going to be traveling um, it's funny that the um, the line between each one of them, they seem to know where the best places are to go. They will follow that. And uh, this is this is not a magnet for anything, is it? it? It's mostly people that are reaching out to you and they're needing help to get their lives back on track again. That's right. That's right. It's not a magnet. It is, um, we provide basic needs for people. Mm -hmm. um, if you're homeless and you need a shower, mm -hmm. you can come to the journey home. Or if you need your laundry done, or maybe you need to see a volunteer nurse in our wellness yeah. clinic. So there's a lot of different services, but no, we're not a magnet per se. I think everybody wants to live independently in their own home. Well, I, I know that, um, do you have a, uh, uh, in, any type of contact with the city of Murfreesboro? Because I know that um, uh, Nate Williams, I think you guys probably know Nate. You don't? Parks and Recreation, he's over that. Um, he, um, I have talked to him about the homeless type situation before. And they're working uh, hard to get that um, taken care of before it gets really blown out of proportion like some of the other states have. They've almost completely taken over some of the cities simply because they won't uh, look at the par uh, problem and try to address it. Yes, we, we do work with the city and have a great relationship with them. And, you know, they are part of the solution. I mean, we all work together, actually. Mm -hmm. um, 
there's a group here in town called HARC, H to the third, and it coordinates services among the homelessness and among all the different services that are out there to serve the homeless. So it's a huge collaboration, actually. So we know how people are being served, what their needs are, and who is the best place to refer them to to get the services they need. Yeah. Do most of the churches, are, are they part of, of uh, the journey home as far as uh, giving them a lot of the benefits that they really don't have? Uh, and, and one of them, of course, is, is the food. But I don't know, this just struck me in the middle of this stupid head of mine, but um, do you have a good background on these, on these people? Do you get a background on them, and, and, and are you able to follow up on it? Yes, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody comes to the journey home and needs services, their first step is registering with us. Mm-hmm. And we have an intake case manager that interviews them, understands their needs, understands what their past is, what has happened to them, and then we begin placing them and referring them to help them get what they need. Um, I was speaking about HARC a moment ago. We also have an um, online system that we use. It's called Charity Tracker. And through that system, we are able to see what kind of services people have received from other services in Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. So it's a full collaboration where we understand what people's needs are and what services they've received. I think, too, we, we have to talk more about uh, the volunteer uh, part of this. We're extremely volunteer-driven. I mean, the meals don't happen without our volunteers. Yeah. Um, but we've got so many opportunities for people to help. And, you know, you just kind of you fit into the one that makes you the most comfortable or the, the least uncomfortable, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, we've got clerical. We can use clerical help. We use people that serve at meals. Um, golly, Liz, help me. Uh, Do any of the people coming in... Do they become volunteers for the group also? You know, actually, um, one of our board members uh, that unfortunately recently passed away uh, was homeless. Mm-hmm. And um, we wanted to have somebody on our board that had overcome that and, you know, w- was in a better place because we really wanted that perspective. Yeah. I mean, you know, for us to be able to truly understand what's going on, we needed somebody that had been there. Yeah. And and he was uh great with that and he had, he was in a a bad car accident and and ended up dying from the 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 wounds, yeah. which was horrible. Uh, and he was a great liaison too, I thought, between the homeless population and us because he they still feel like he's one of them. Yeah. He knows so many of them. And um, we're we're definitely going to miss yes miss him and what he contributed. Yes, his volunteer service was exponential. Yeah, um, quit throwing those big words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just couldn't think of any other way to describe him. Um, he helped us develop a deeper relationship with Experience Church, mm-hmm. which he was a member. Um, and also, 
He was just down at the journey home and volunteered so much of his time. And he's not the only one that's given back. We have a number of former clients mm-hmm. that we we have this one fellow that sends us a check every month. He's a monthly giver. Wow. And, uh, you know, it changed his life. And now he wants to help us change other people's lives. So, um, you that, know. That's a great example for the others to follow. That's exactly right. I mean, and, you know, there's not just one person either. There's several Mm -hmm. that give back. Uh, We've got another fella. He's he's one of our our large donors, actually, and gives us a donation probably twice a year that's rather large. And he was a client Mm -hmm. also. So, um, you know, it, it takes a community to help a community. I yeah. guess is, and so if you're on this side of the line and you need help, great. But maybe once you get that help, you join the others giving help and join in and help us help others. Yeah, if you can't volunteer, <laughs> we'll always take money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, one of the things that that y'all told me earlier is a number of these people are victims of abuse. And we're talking about families uh, uh, and uh, mothers, children. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know that in my uh, business, I had to deal with a lot of those back in, in there. And it's, it, they have to have a place to go where they can escape from all the things that are happening to them. And and you guys mentioned that that, that is a... Um, one of those things that attracts them uh, to you guys because you guys can offer them some help where uh, I, I'm sure that um, probably maybe the only people that know where they are would be law enforcement people. So um, tell me how you, you guys work with that because it's an extremely important situation, and, and it, it just really bothers me when, when those type things happen in a family. Uh, I'll let you answer that as soon as we get back from a break. So we're going to take a quick break. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. 
Family Staffing Solutions. If you're looking around your home and it's looking like it's time to update, we can do anything as far as painting, new flooring, anything that you're looking for. If you can dream it, we can turn it into reality. They already did a great job on our bathroom, so when we decided to redo the playroom, Farrah Construction was the only one we called. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. This is Scott. It's now time to make your health a priority with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center where they exclusively specialize in us men and they follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. And they are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. Low T Center has really reinvented the doctor's visit and they make it quick and easy for us men to get in and get all of our levels checked out, not just our testosterone. It starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so you know all your numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, have noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, they could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. So book your annual wellness exam today. Go to LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Are you looking for some good used furniture? Well, today's your lucky day. Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift is now open. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Our website is steeredstraightthriftstore.org. That's S-T-E-E-R-E-D straightthriftstore.org. We have lots of used furniture at great prices along with items for only a dollar. Come on by to our newest location where every purchase has a purpose and where every donation matters. We're on Mercury Boulevard across the street from Dirt Cheap. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Middle Tennessee State University officials broke ground Tuesday on a 54,000-square-foot, $40.1 million School of Concrete and Construction Management building. The ceremony was held outdoors near the corner of Blue Raider and Alumni Drives in the southeast part of the campus. The facility features classrooms, faculty and staff offices, and laboratory space for concrete industry and construction management. Work expected to be completed in 15 months in time for fall classes in 2022. Officials at Amtrak say the Biden administration's infrastructure plan will provide money for a route between Nashville and Atlanta, which stops at the Nashville Airport, Murfreesboro, Tullahoma, and Chattanooga. Currently, the only Amtrak service offered in Tennessee is through Memphis. Police in Laverne hoping someone can help identify an armed robbery suspect. Reports say the man produced a handgun at the Dollar General store on Fergus Road and took money from the register. It's not clear if he escaped on foot or by vehicle. He's in his possible late teens and early 20s, and security photos are posted on WGNSRadio.com. If you have any information that can help, contact the Laverne Police Department or the Rutherford County Crime Stoppers. Police in Murfreesboro continue to look for the lead to the 2016 murder case. Rutherford County District Attorney Jennings Jones has the story. The Murfreesboro Police Department continues to investigate the shooting death of 23-year-old Dante Bernard Johnson. The shooting occurred on Friday, March 18th of 2016 at the Vi Apartment Complex here in Murfreesboro. If you have any details that could help police, there is contact information and a phone number posted on WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. 
news updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. It's a slick pig barbecue. Spicy wings and Brunswick stew. Everything made fresh for you at the Slick Pig Barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too. Ribs so tender don't need to chew. Well, come on, folks, I'm telling you, it's a Slick Pig Barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're going to love the pig. Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. A few spotty showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon. A blend of clouds and sunshine develops with a high around 80. Southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline 896-4100 or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline 896-4100 or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And I'm back with two special ladies, uh, Liz and Roseanne, and Roseanne, I think that Liz pointed the finger at you to answer that question. She did, um, not because she couldn't, but just because she did. She wanted anyway, to aggravate you. Uh, maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, well, she knows I can't keep my mouth shut. That maybe yeah. I'm I glad talk you a lot. Changed a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talk a lot. Yeah. Um, talking about domestic violence and, mm-hmm. the, and those type of people that that come to us for help, um, you know. We talked about a little bit during the break the fact that um, a lot of these situations uh, begin in a, in a dangerous way but can only yeah. escalate sometimes. And so, you know, a lot of those people come uh, because they're scared and, and they're looking for help and protection. And, you know, we have a great relationship with all the other agencies in Murfreesboro, one of them being the Domestic Violence Center. And, uh, you know, we immediately call the people that we know, you know, and we all network to try to help this mother and children um, uh, get going. And, you know, there are several places that offer um, what is it's not what's the which one is it when they, it's temporary housing. But it's you know what I mean, when they can just stay for a little while. I can't remember which one it was called. The transitional? Yes. Um, so that they at least have a place to stay where they feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I actually 
having been a principal and teacher for so long, uh, there are a lot of people here that I've either taught or they've been in my school. And and unfortunately, I saw one of my students at Journey Home. Uh, Not that that is a bad thing, but um, she'd been beaten up. Mm. And unfortunately, the guy that did it was there at lunch the same day. And so the the community, though, gathered around her, the, the, the homeless people that were there for lunch. One of them told me um, that that was the guy that did it. And wow. so we asked him to leave. Um, well, I, I don't know exactly why. It's a, It was a boyfriend-girlfriend situation, but I think there was more to it than that. Yeah. Uh, but... So they're very protective of each other as well because they see each other all the time. I mean, they're going to the same places to to meet up or yeah. coming to us to eat or, you know. Um, and I think that's another thing that volunteers gain by being there. Um, I don't usually prepare food, not that I couldn't, but I'd rather serve and be out there and, and talk yeah. and visit, you know, and get to know people. And uh, much like my father. <laughs> oh, but, I loved him. <laughs> Ray was special. But, yeah, but uh, and so you learn so much about these people and why they're there, mm-hmm. how they got there, um, what they. And of course, most of the time at that point when they've started coming a lot to meals, yes. we already know them and we've got the their uh, what when they first come. The register. The, yeah, registered, yeah. but the. The intake. The intake case yeah, manager. the intake case yes. manager has already talked to him, and so they know a lot more about him than I do. But um, it's just a it's a situation where, again, we're just trying to offer the protection and support that those families need. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's they, they can't, the children are in school somewhere, mm-hmm. but then they've run from the person that has been harming them. Well, that means they can't get on a bus to go to school. They don't have a car. I mean, there are just so many things that people don't uh, think about when they That's think right. about somebody, a, a woman fleeing with yeah. children, particularly young children. You know, and Roseanne is uh, bringing up something, you know, a lot of time the teachers oh, are yeah, the true. ones that recognize uh, that the family needs help. And we will get phone calls from teachers as well. Um, so our relationships span in every direction, you know, just yeah. depending on who needs help. That's what the Journey Home really focuses on is how can we help. You know, um, the school resource officer program, the school resource officers are the one area where students will go directly to if they're having problems in their homes, whether it would be drugs in the home or the, the type of abuse that that we're talking about now, and uh, do do you have full time school resource officers yes. in each school now yes. in Murfreesboro? Yes. See that that is that is something that that's uh, huge. It it is, yeah. and, and it really makes a big difference in 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 each child and the. Where all the the strengths of the school uh, lies. Of course, it's not as much when you got uh, K through uh, six grades, but as you get on up into the middle schools and the in the high schools, it it becomes paramount as far as being able to uh, uh, ha- have the kids know that they're safe. And if the, and if they feel unsafe, then they'll go right directly to the officer 
in, in a quiet way and take care of things. But you were you were talking about each they know more about each other and they share that with you guys. Now, um, if you have a um, situation where a law enforcement may be looking for someone that is there, whether it's under their name or uh, whatever, uh, can you share that information with the officer who is, is, uh, needs a type of information that you will initially get from each uh, person that's there? Well, I don't really know the answer to that question um, because... It would be one, up to you. Yes, yes. One, one thing is we want to protect the identity of our clients. Yeah. So uh, identifying them to the public in any way would uh, compromise that. However, if we had a client that was in danger, imminent danger, then I guess we would contact the police and get them involved. But so the it police w would be looking. Maybe they have yeah. got a, uh, someone has told them that they're one of the homeless people and they've committed a felony somewhere. Right. You you would almost have to, to uh, fall in the right. Uh, be uh, work well with the police during that type of situation. And and we do work very closely with the police, yeah. um, and are grateful for their service. Um, mm -hmm. They are another partner we have, and um, any time that we have any type of concern, mm -hmm. uh, the police are very happy to assist and support us. Are there any other agencies? like what you're doing, not only just here, but maybe even across the country. Do you have any type of research uh, as far as what some of the more successful cities, I, I know most of the cities have not been successful in handling these mm -hmm. type situations, mm -hmm. and this is very unusual because uh, you reach out through the whole community to, to try to... Uh, give them a, a, a new chance in life, you might say, a redo. Right, right. Um, I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure there are places across the U.S. that provide services similar to ours. Mm -hmm. And I know that the Journey Home really looks at the needs of our community and develops the services to fit those needs. Yeah. So it's very community driven in that we want our community outreach center we want it to serve as a place for engagement mm -hmm. with the homeless community to help them become comfortable enough with us to then start receiving services and for us to help them move beyond being homeless and eventually to trust us yes and to rehouse them get them back into marketplace housing mm -hmm. um get them help them get jobs and just go beyond and live their lives like any of us want to do do you think you're pretty successful in making a difference in in their lives because they they have kind of gotten away from the community and, and their homes and all the other things that most people take for granted. 
and and uh, it, how long? What is the 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 time span? And really, you can see something starting to change in each one of them. How long does it take to to uh, um, yeah might say uh, get, get their motor started again? Yeah. Well, that that is. A question that spans a lot of time. I mean, it depends on the individual yeah. and their needs. Some people come to us and we can rehouse them right away. Um, you know, they uh, maybe just don't qualify to submit an application to get back into housing. Mm-hmm. And because we do own properties, and in addition to that, we have relationships with several landlords around town that allow us to work with them and, yeah. you know, act as a, a co-signer on yeah. the rent type of thing. So because what you want to do is you want to rehouse somebody as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And so uh, some people it takes no time at all. For others, their needs may be greater than just housing and uh, they may need mental health counseling, um, career mm-hmm. counseling, and a whole host of services. And then it may take a little bit longer to inch them along, but it's at their point of need. That's what the Journey Home does is meet them at their point of need and walk beside them as they take those steps towards regaining their independence. How responsible do they have to be? Once they uh, have arrived in their new home, uh, I'm sure that they will have a uh, payment that they will have to make and and keep the place up, keep it uh, uh, clean and all the things that go with it. Uh, But, you know, sometimes those people, they miss their buddies that are also homeless. And it's like they have a calling to go back and be amongst them. Um, how, how do you deal with that? Well, when somebody comes to the journey home and gets rehoused, their services do not end at that point. Mm-hmm. We continue to stay in touch with them and provide counseling services and other support services to help them continue to move forward because, as we all know, when you are used to a certain lifestyle, making that transition, it doesn't just end one day and you move into this new lifestyle. Yeah. It's baby steps all along. So uh, we continue to stay in touch with them. Um, along with that, you know, they have to have encouragement and, uh, you know, just in managing their finances. I mean, we don't want them just to be able to make the payment. We also want them to be able to save some money and prepare for the next emergency that comes along so they don't become homeless again. So we help we help them prepare for meeting the challenges of becoming independent do you as search, well. Do you search for their special gifts in their lives? Oh, yes, absolutely. Because I'm sure a lot of these people were very successful at one point. Absolutely. I mean, everybody has different things that they are talented and 
can give back. And, you know, when you get to know the community, they're not just this group of homeless people. They're individuals that are just like you and I that maybe have just ran into a piece of bad luck in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody has a downtime. That's right. That's right. And, and you have to know how to get back on your feet and keep pushing forward. That's exactly right. And sometimes they just need that little bit of encouragement. You know, I mean, they, they've had a good job. They've, they've maintained a living, you know, but then it goes away, and then they, they feel like it's no matter what they do, they can't get it back, but they can. And they just need somebody there along the way to coach them and, and give them hope and yeah, I don't know, just be there for them and always there. Uh, gosh, the people at Journey Home take more calls in and out of business hours than you can even possibly imagine because um, they are so committed to uh, making sure these people survive, you know, That's not right. just survive, uh, <sighs> prosper, yeah. um, yes. you know. But, you know, I, I looked this up. You saw me look at my paper because I wanted to be sure we said this. But in, in the last year, mm-hmm. we turned 116 households, which was about 240 people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from homelessness to permanent housing. Wow. That's huge. And I know that that number sounds small, but it really isn't. I mean, no, that's a that's large. That's a massive number. Um, 116 families yes. have different lives. Yeah. With different uh, numbers of children, different disabilities, different. How do they get to, how do they know to get in touch with you? And, and uh, I know you, that you said you, that you start it off by getting them to find out what their IDs are and a little bit of their background and, 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 and those type things. But. The, the people that you have placed in the housing, every, evidently that you, you felt very comfortable uh, being able to work with them on that. Uh, what is it that you see? They say, oh, you know, this person would be perfect to be in one of our homes and, and go forward in the future for themselves. What, what, are, what are you looking at? Gosh, desire, number one. Yes. That yes. They have to have that innate desire yeah. to to make their situation better. And like you've said, there there are some people that don't have that yeah. because it's easier not to do that. It's easier just to exist and live where you live, whether it be in a box or in a car or in a hotel room. You know, it, it's a, a lot of hard work to yes. get things going again. Yes, it really is. And, you know, it at the journey home that's what we're trying to do we want to see people move forward and take steps forward Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter about the size of the step they take but we want to see them take a step forward and we're going to be there beside them every step of the way because we want them to succeed well Roseanne being a, a teacher for a number of years and a principal uh You've worked with kids who have had emotional problems and all those things that go with being a kid. I, I didn't even want to be in a classroom. I wanted to go outside and play. 
baseball. But um, you, you, it's not a whole lot different when, when you have a young person and you're trying to get them motivated in a positive way right. to become successful. Right. It's not at all. Um, you know, with the, the children that we have, um, uh, for some of them, we are their mm-hmm. support system. And that's sad to say, but it's true. Uh, and, the, and the seven hours they spend with us or with them now at school um, are the best parts of their day. Yeah. Uh, they feel safe. They feel they're fed two meals while they're there. Um, you know, they're, that somebody's encouraging them and loving them and giving them a lot of attention, yeah. which is something they sometimes don't get. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I, you're right. It's really very similar to mm-hmm. what we're doing mm-hmm. at Journey is. Home is just to make them feel safe, make them feel uh, like we think they can succeed. You know, yeah. you, you got to have somebody coaching you and saying, hey, you got it. You got it. You can do this. You know, it's not, it's not too hard. It's not something you can't achieve. You can do it. So, yeah, it's very similar. I keep thinking about this fella that came into the Journey Home. And um, he was homeless and registered with us. And um, we wound up, we started working with him Mm -hmm. and um, helped him find some housing. And he, you know, had a job and stuff like that. I mean, he still was working and was homeless. And uh, one day he came in to the journey home and he had been in a car accident and had uh, hit his, the side of his head against the door panel and wanted to just uh, get a Band-Aid, you know, and things of that nature. Well, we have a wellness clinic where we've got some volunteer nurses that took a look at him and... Um, you know, they were like, well, maybe you should go get this x-ray. And he was terrified to go get an x-ray and wow. said, he said, I can't go get an x-ray. That is what's landed me here is medical bills, and I cannot go get any medical services. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was so concerning because I was just overhearing the conversation and really worried about him because here this guy is he's now he's got housing he's got a job and he's still afraid to get medical service Mm. when he desperately needs it well uh i was in the journey home recently just volunteering in the community cafe and here he came in with his son and they sat down and had lunch together and he's just doing great and just moving forward and it was just uh just seeing him succeed and seeing how happy his son was and, you know, they were going on to do something else after they had lunch at the journey home. Yeah. It's hard to admit that you have problems, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it is. It, 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 you usually don't want to share those type things with Mm-mm. anybody else. No. And, and, and just like he's had all these medical bills and, and, and really dug a hole for himself. That's right. Uh, well, not only him, but the medical industry also. Uh, sometimes uh, um, 
Gosh, I, I, I loved the old days when the doctor would come to see you at your house and, <laughs> and, and all those things. But I, I've, I've got a, a doctor, Dr. Dan Rudd, and I tell you what, he reaches out to so many people. Uh, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it really makes you feel so much better when you, when you have those type people around you. And uh, do you have, uh, you say you have nurses. We have well, a couple I, of volunteer nurses that okay. come in once a week. And, you know. How do you deal with the medical people that maybe these people need help, but they just can't afford it? Yeah. How do you deal with that? Well, there is a lot of kind-hearted, giving souls in this community yes, they are. in the medical profession and we have relationships with them mm-hmm. as well and um, we just recently had a client who um, needed needed more services than the journey home could provide yeah and really the start to that was seeing a medical professional. Mm-hmm. And so one of our volunteers got in touch with a couple of doctors. They provided their services for free and um, referred the patient on to where they needed to be. You know, and it just was a blessing, really, mm-hmm. seeing that happen because we certainly could not have afforded to pay the medical bills out of our you know, out of the journey home's budget or anything. So they're each, I keep saying this, each individual case is different. And then we have amazing programming, program staff, Mm -hmm. and they are such creative thinkers. When, When somebody walks in and has a need, they're like, well, I've never seen this before. How can we help them? Yeah. And they begin the chain of identifying who who is who it is that can help and how can they help. A community that works together is always going to be successful. And and I think that you guys doing this, this community is is very blessed with so many great people in it. And I think that's that's been one of the draws for Rutherford County. Uh, yeah. You don't see this much love. Uh, across the community in most places but here in Rutherford County you do and you have a a lot of uh, special gifted people in this community that want to reach out and and do something Uh, Roseanne she could be retired now laying on the beach being a retired teacher and and, uh, if I had a lot more money oh come on Roseanne (laughs) (laughs) But, but but she she uh, said earlier. She says, "I just want to do something and, and give." And there's a lot of people out there that feel that way. Well, they feel a responsibility to give back. Yeah. And and I think that that's one thing I see in Rutherford County. Of course, I've never lived anywhere else, so obviously I, my comparison base is small. But from what I've people I've talked to that live in other places, yeah. um, we have so many people that um, that when you ask, they say yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I don't think that that's the case everywhere else. Um, you know, that we just, I just think we're a very community-minded county. Yeah. What can people do for the journey home? 
Well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> you knew I was going to ask that one. Oh, because we got to talk about the fish fry. That's right. That's right. We, so we ask people to give their time, talent, or treasure. So whatever way you feel moved to help the journey home, come on. And I want to turn it over to Roseanne to talk a little bit about our fish fry. And Yeah. We have our fish fry coming up, and this is the second time we've done it. Mm -hmm. uh, last year, it really turned out well, considering the fact that uh, it rained most of the day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, our plan was to set up outside tables. Um, you know, that was COVID time. And so we were setting outside tables right. up, six feet, I mean, we had all this planned out, and then it rains. Uh. So um, we ended up having a really strong pickup. Uh, that's right. People, that's you know, right. a big bunch of people, and that's what we tried to push. Mm -hmm. Because t a couple of days before we had it, we knew that the weather was going to be questionable. Yes. So we started telling people, come pick it up. Mm -hmm. I know it won't may maybe be a day that you want to sit around, but um, just come pick up a couple of dinners. Come through our drive through And we had two tents or three tents set up, and we um, took their ticket made their meals, <laughs> took it back to the car. Um, so we did really well. But we really want to make it more of an event. That was yeah. our intent last year, and it just didn't get to happen. But um, Saturday the 24th, right, yes. uh, We our fish fry is at um, Lighthouse Baptist. Lighthouse Baptist. Why can't I think of the name? Uh, out on Thompson Lane. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have tables. We're going to have some live entertainment. Uh we really want it to be an atmosphere, a family atmosphere. Uh, the fish is unbelievable. Uh, we have this precious group of men. Danny, Danny Gambrell. Danny Gambrell and his bunch. Yes. And they do the best catfish. Oh, my God. It's so good. All kinds of fish. Did you catch them in Stones River? I don't think so. No. No, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about Stones River anymore, so I hope not. But... Uh, and so it's fries and, and hush puppies and, I mean, slides. But it's so good. Yes. So good. And um, well, so we're really people excited. People to bring their uh, uh, chairs to sit outside. We'll have some out. We'll have some. But we'll have yes. inside seating, too. Yeah. We some last year we yeah. did. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that'd be great or a blanket or, or whatever. And just come and eat some fish and fellowship. And um, yes. we just it's going to be how great. How much are tickets? Fifteen dollars yep. per plate, mm -hmm. and um, you know if you've got little you, ones, you can give extra money if you want to. Absolutely, absolutely, because yeah. it's going for a great cause, and mm -hmm. um, you know Jeff Cops at Lighthouse Baptist, mm -hmm. he just knocked himself out last year. Oh, yes. He was amazing. He got us a trailer up there for live entertainment, and then as Roseanne said tables and decorations so this year with the spring i know everybody's excited to be getting out a little bit and we hope to have a big group turnout i bet you you will yes i hope so we've got new signage this year that's going to be up earlier in the week that says fish fry saturday mm -hmm. so everybody go driving up and down thompson lane look at that sign come eat some fish with us uh, it, it? It, it starts at what time it's from 11 to 1, mm -hmm. and uh, for those who don't know where Lighthouse Baptist oh, yeah. is, it's on Thompson Lane. It's just right down from the Publix at Memorial and Thompson Lane. It's about a mile and a half down on the right. It's oh. 3145 North Thompson Lane. 
Yeah, that's a nice church over there. Really is. Great they people. Are. They they're are good, they're people. good partners of ours. Yes, yeah. they are. Yes, they they really helped us last year, and we're looking forward to. I mean, they volunteer also with us and mm-hmm. serve in a number of ways. But um, now you can either come and and sit there and enjoy the entertainment, or you can just pick it up. Yep. And, that's right. And, and drop your money, uh, drop your wallet in the... <laughs> we'll, ha- we'll have the big bowl set out, yeah, yeah. Sit- sitting yeah. out for people to make additional donations. Oh, and are we doing the cookies again this year? Because we ought to shout out to them. We're working on it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Last year we had this great cookie place here in town, Donate cookies to go along with our Crum- meals. Crumble. Yes, we did. I don't know if I should say their no. name. But anyway, yeah, because they did it last year. Yes. But, um, already. I know. I'm telling you, it's a great meal. Yes. It, it really is a good meal. Yes. We got anything else? Gosh. We're right at, we're right at the end. Well, I, I would like to invite people, if, you know, if fish isn't their thing, call us. Call us and say, hey, I want to become involved with the journey home. And let us sit down and meet with you and talk to you and put you to work. Bring a T-bone steak, a couple of... That's right. That's right. And, you know, any amount of time or whatever, it's there's no amount of time or money that's too small for us. You know, if all you've got is an hour or two once a month, we'll take it. Yeah. If you've got $20, we'll take it. You know, it's not... It's not about how much you can do. It's about how much you can afford to do or, that's right. or what the time you have. We just... We really want to get, get people involved. So they can call me mm-hmm. at 615-624-4347, mm-hmm. or they can email me. And my email is L-C-O-U-S, as in Sam, E-R, at lovegodservepeople.org. Oh, what a great email. So That's special. So they can contact, or they can stop by the Outreach Center and say, hey. Yeah. I want more information. Tell us, tell me what I can do. Yes, yes. What if you get a call from San Francisco and say, we got the bus coming? I'll say, come on. <laughs> I'll bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was a hard question. Yes, it was. Well, I've got to throw one in every once in a while. Uh, you, you mentioned something. I, I know we're out of time. The clothing place, the clothes. Oh yeah, the clothes closet. Yes, yes, we have a clothes closet, and a lot of people provide clothing for that. Mm -hmm. Um, We ask people to provide seasonal, casual, laundered clothing, Mm -hmm. and if they can sort that by uh, men's and women's pants, shirts, and label that, that would be really helpful. But you want it all to be casual. You don't right, want any right. suits and ties and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Anything else? Do, do we miss anything? I can't think of anything. Well, you guys have done a great job. Well, you thank really you have. so much for having us. Oh. It, it was fun. It was fun. I thought it would be. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got to catch <laughs> up on, on, on uh, Eventide. That's right. One, one, one of the, uh, Solid ground over there on Eventide. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9 o'clock. We'll be discussing the Murfreesboro uh, Airport over tomorrow. So I know Roseanne will be listening to that one. We'll see you later. From from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, 
It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Since 1981, Willow Windows has been making homes beautiful all over Tennessee. From decks and railings to doors and windows, visit willowwindow.pro. Willow Window, the official sponsor of the WGNS Studios. Willowwindow.pro. 